0: Welcome, we are the Ancestral Medicine Women and in this time of uh, uh, great uncertainty and for some people anxiety and loneliness, isolation but also great change and development and a lot of movement, uh, there is a need for ways of living or ways of supporting yourself and others around you so that when throughout this time but also when we come out to the other side in whatever guise we come out in that we are able to continue, we are able to maintain ourselves we are able to go forth and we are able to and we are strong of mind, body, emotion and spirit to do all of that We need to be working uh, now and for this period of time on those things. So for us, we have uh, a very strong understanding of the human being as a being. And that being has uh, four parts, if you like. The physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spirit, soul, energetic, whatever that word for you is the most appropriate. And those four things, if they are not in alignment, then this is when dis-ease occurs or uh, distress occurs or stress. This is when things uh, get out of kilter, they get out of control, they get out of your grasp. And you can easily see that when you see a young child who is in the in the supermarket or and they are crying and screaming and the parents oh, they're tired or you know this and that but what's happened with that child is that they are very sensitive to more young children are more sensitive to their environment and the changes in their environment that we give them credit for and uh, because they have not uh, hardened their shell up if you like So the smallest, if you can imagine that those four things are in a line on top of each other, the smallest shift for them can push one or other or all of them out of kilter. And for some children, that's very difficult to cope with, and so they behave in this way. So if you can imagine yourself just in general life, but especially now that you are exactly the same. You are those four bodies of the being, and they are... Uh, in a relatively straight line and they are constantly recalibrating and vibrating, but they are in, and in constant movement. But they have this general uh, structure to them where they are working with each other to make sure that the whole being is in good running order and uh, is uh, at its optimum to support the human, the being that it is, that it is there in this environment that's going to be very important and you will start to uh, see that small things or different things perhaps will be uh, the things that push you out of kilter that move those things slightly and so that you are unable to cope in certain situations where before you could cope in these situations and then there will be other situations that you couldn't cope in and now you can cope in so you see that the, the body is, is really this delicate delicate arrangement of these four bodies in the being that are constantly moving constantly uh, supporting each other and needing support from the other for that for you as the human being to be able to move through life in general, but through now. What we uh, offer, perhaps, in this regard, is a sort of aid system. It's not first aid, because first aid is, uh, this can be used in a first aid sense, where uh, like the first response, but in the broader term, as an aid to your longevity in this situation and the, the balance of your whole being in this situation that you find yourselves whether you are isolated whether you're not isolated whether you are with people uh, in close quarters whatever you will be feeling the anxiety and and the disruption that's going on in the environment so you will need aid for that our version of aid is we call it the three ends and they are Knowing, now we know that that begins with a K, but we are having some uh, artistic license here. Knowing, nurturing, and nourishing. Now when we talk about knowing, what we mean by that is that you really know your being. So you begin to read yourself and understand yourself in the context of these four bodies the physical, the emotional, the mental and the spirit self. And you visualize them as a you know, on top of each other as in a straight line perhaps. And you start to understand and know yourself when one of these things is slightly or dramatically out of kilter and off the stack. Off the stack of that. And then you see how that is affecting other aspects, which will perhaps other aspects of the body, other bodies of the being, and see how they are moving and being pushed out so that the stack cannot be in this fluid, vibrating, straightish line to give you that strength and support that you need to continue on. So the knowing is a very important aspect because unless you know You actually can't act. You can't act on the fact that this particular thing has emotionally affected you and in that emotional affectation that emotion the emotion body has been pushed to the side has been or or pulled to the side or shoved to the side and that has thrown off the physical body somewhat. So it is now out of kilter. It is now out of the stack. There is no, uh, and they are not um, aligning with each other. And if they're not aligning with each other, they're not speaking to each other in a way that is coherent and in a way that is that the, it can understand and bring themselves back in. And if you look at this, if we use a, a situation between two human beings and one human being says something to the other one, the other human being is not in a frame of mind to fully understand or fully appreciate what the other one meant, and so they react very strongly, and that causes a, a reaction in the other person, and then this reaction and it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, and the thing that the person said initially was so uh, was so inane, so it, it wasn't meaningless, but it was received and then sent back out in all of these different forms. And you can see that things get bigger and bigger and bigger from nothing. This is what happens in the in the being with, with the four bodies. The smallest thing can make that movement, but in that movement it can affect the other bodies, one of the other four bodies. So knowing that about yourself, knowing the triggers, knowing the things that are... Uh, Upsetting you. Knowing how you are responding to those things really gives you insight in how you can actually get yourself, get the bodies back into an alignment so that the being, that's you, can actually function with all of your faculties, with all of those bodies working together to keep you going, to keep you aided. So it's very the knowing part is incredibly important, and you might find that you yourself are unable to really work out, uh, you know, the things that are affecting you. So you might actually ask somebody else. This is a, a a very good way to find things out, but it's also very confronting. So again, you have to really accept that the person might not tell you what you want to hear. And that's going to affect you as well, or affect the bodies, which may cause more dissonance, if you like. We're not saying not to do it, because it's actually a really good learning and understanding of the self. But it is that person's view. It is that person's understanding. So it's important that you really take from that what you can understand and relate to yourself and start to bring that in, but it's not the the gospel, if you like. According to that person, now is your gospel. So knowing yourself is the first thing. Then we have nurturing. Now, nurturing for a lot of people uh, can be, uh, when they give nurturing, can be quite... Um, Over the top, you see a lot of that happens a lot with parents with their children. They do everything for them because they're nurturing them, they um, provide everything in the world that the child could possibly want because they're nurturing them. That's actually not nurturing, nurturing is about growth and development. So, nurturing yourself is about growing your understanding of the self, it's about developing aspects of the self that you feel you could develop or that you feel need development or that you want to develop. So you might feel that you have an element of creativity within you that uh, has never really been given an opportunity to, to show itself. In this time you have a perfect opportunity to nurture that creativity, to give it the space to grow, to give it the space to develop to actually look at all the at many different possibilities of creativity. How can you express your creativity? And in this, you need to be creative. So it might not be that you're going to write a book, that you're going to paint a picture, that you're going to, you know, choreograph a ballet. It might be that you're going to look into your pantry cupboard and say, what do I have in here? What can I put together to make a nutritious, exciting interesting and different meal and that will really get the those creativity juices flowing and that in itself what creativity does it actually broadens and expands you not just in your mind but in all aspects of the being it really expands your your heart space, your emotions, it expands your mind absolutely and it also expands your spirit energy. And it you will find in your body, in your physical body, when this is happening, when these things are working well and these things are feeling good about themselves, then your body will stand upright. It will feel stronger. It will feel more important. It will feel more necessary. So nurturing is an incredibly important aspect to understand in this context of growth and development. And we just used creativity as one example. But growth and development can be that you want to, you have always wanted to find out or um, learn about a particular thing. It could be that you wanted to learn about a particular plants so or how herbs help us, or how you can build a bike, or There are so many possibilities. So the nurturing nurturing with the growth and development as its undercurrent is a really strong aid to keep you balanced, to keep you growing, to keep you in this space of positive energy, mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually. The next aspect of our aid package is nourishing. Now, nourishing, again, is uh, not about feeding. A lot of people think nourishing is about feeding, and in that respect, we know that people are feeding not in the, the food sense, but feeding in other ways. But for us, nourishment is about support. Making sure that you're providing yourself and possibly others around you with the support that they need and that you need for nurturing, and for knowing. So that support might be that you are physically exercising every day. That support might be that you are allowing yourself to daydream. That support might be that you are giving yourself the gift or the opportunity to sleep during the day for a period of time, as well as your nighttime sleep. That uh, support might be that you actually start a, a group online at the moment where you are giving a platform for people to talk about themselves, their dreams, their ambitions, their loves, and you know, actually supporting people and yourself through this process of the possibility of what we can do. The hope of those possibilities. So nourishing is as a support. Understanding it as a support is a, really a beautiful gift to yourself and a beautiful gift to other people around you. How do you bring those three things into your daily life to uh, provide the aid package for your your being, the four bodies of your being. Well, that's obviously uh, completely up to you. But one way of providing these things is actually to have a routine. Because with a routine, things can be, and when we say this, we put them in the inverted commas, made to happen. You're not being forced to do it, but with a routine, there is this rhythm, there is a process, and there is a, a step that you follow. So, for example, you might decide that you're going to write down your routine and the routine might be different for every day, it might be the same for every day, that's completely up to you. If you have other people in your family group or in your isolation group, you might want to write a routine together, you might want to write routines separately, but the important thing is that the routine is something that gives you a rhythm for your day. And the reason for your day is important because that in itself is a support. So here we come back to the nourishing. That in itself gives you, that, um, if you like, a physical support, a scaffold from which to work, a scaffold from which to live. And it could be as broad as uh, in the morning we have breakfast and we have exercise and then we read a book and then in the afternoon, after lunch, we have a sleep, and then we do this. It could be as broad as that, or it could be something very um, structured. We get up at eight, we eat at 8.15, then we do this, and then we do that. So it could be this very structured, because everybody would be different. People require different rhythms and different routines for their life. But the thing with the with having a a routine like this is the key word for this is rhythm. Imagine that it's not something that you have to do. It's not something that is mandated. It is a rhythm. So every time you are moving in and out of whatever the routine is, feel as if you are dancing or singing. And that rhythm, so that the body is moving to a rhythm. That rhythm is a rhythm that you have... Now what's interesting is most of the rhythm and routine in our lives has been set up by society. Our work times are often very regimented. We have the times that we eat meals, same thing, regimented. School times, all of these things are very, they have been imposed upon us. What you have the luxury of doing now is to create your own routine to your own rhythm. So if your rhythm... Is to get up uh, late and to eat two meals a day at odd times because that's your rhythm this is your opportunity to embrace your own personal rhythm and this is why we said you might want to do a group rhythm or an individual rhythm a routine because people will have a different rhythm within the groups that you are living with and to honor that is actually something that is very enriching It's very nourishing and it's very nurturing. So if you are, you know, wanting to get as much out of this period as you can without losing your identity, in fact enhancing your identity, if you want to really find out what there is in life that's for you, what there is out there. That is also inside, or what is inside that is also out there, then this time that you've been given is a perfect opportunity. If you can incorporate or understand your being as the four bodies, and then using the three ends to give yourself a structure, if you like, creating a routine and a rhythm in your life, you will find that you will cope quite well in this situation. And you will find that you will learn things about yourself and about others that you did not know. And this is going to stay with you for the rest of your life. Of course, there are going to be down times. But if you have the understanding of the four bodies and the being, if you have the backup of the three ends, and if you are creating a routine which is providing, which is honoring the rhythm of you, you will find you have most of the things that you require to actually get yourself going and get yourself through. We hope this has been of some benefit to you. And of course, as always, but more now than ever, we send so many blessings, love and support to you and the message that you are never alone. When you listen to anything that we have ever done, At any time in your life, from that point on, we are with you. Many blessings and thank you so much for your participation and your part in this human group now and forevermore. Thank you.